1: Well, today I learnt that until the 18th century, animal trials in court were common across Europe. This is including trials for murder. In what 1386, a pig was found guilty of killing a child. It was then dressed in male clothing and uh, executed in the town square.
0: Wow. Right? That's crazy because animals definitely know what they're doing. Well, especially a pig. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go into the details too much, but how did the how did the pig do it?
1: Well, okay, here we go. <laughs> I
0: don't uh, know how we're not going to get into the details. Yeah, let
1: me give you some background, okay? Okay. So, animal trials they peaked in about the 14th to 16th centuries. They were serious official proceedings, some which lasted months. What and featured respected lawyers on both sides that would enthrall the court. With arguments.
0: And how do you plead, Miss Piggy?
1: (laughs) Well, it was believed by many medieval authorities that crimes committed by animals were the devil's work, and letting them go unpunished would provide an opportunity for the devil to take over human affairs.
0: Wow.
1: So I've got some examples. Okay, yeah. Would you like to hear them?
0: Yeah,
1: 100%. Okay, so in an ancient French town in the 16th century, uh, a defense lawyer defended an unspecified number of rats, rats which had destroyed local barley crops. So it was then <laughs> summoned to court.
0: So what, they collected all these rats?
1: Well, they were first. Wait, wait, okay. wait. I want they, to know
0: who's on the jury. Okay, this so... Is- <laughs>
1: They were summoned to court because they destroyed all these crops. But the defense lawyer then beguiled the tribunal with a series of successful pleas for adjournments, such as the rats are too old and infirm to attend. He also implored the townsfolk to keep their cats indoors as the presence of the cats on the streets (laughs) also prevented his clients, uh, the rats, from attending.
0: No, this is rubbish. It
1: ended up being dismissed because the owners didn't want to keep they cats,
0: the cats inside. This is... Are you sure this is real? Yeah,
1: you want another one?
0: Yeah, yes. okay. This is wild. <laughs>
1: um, in 1474, this is in Brazil... No, sorry, this is in Basel, Switzerland now. Okay. They sentenced a rooster to be burned at the stake <gasps> for the crime of laying an egg. Uh, the condemned cockerel was roasted alive in... Oh. Cremonious occasion that drew a large crowd, the executor was said to have found three more eggs inside the wretched rooster. But this is clearly (laughs) the bull part of this story.
0: Oh, wow. Do you want one more? Sure, give us one more. Okay, one
1: more. (laughs) Because these are like.
0: (laughs) They're absolutely ridiculous. But it's
1: real. Okay. Okay. An early eighteenth century German chronicle relates an incident of a drummer's dog in an Austrian town for biting a councillor's leg.
0: Right, okay, it doesn't seem that bad.
1: Okay, he had to hand the dog over to the authorities who sentenced the hound to a year locked inside Community service. <laughs> locked inside the Narrancotoline. So, pretty much, it's a small iron cage in the town's main square, served to let townsfolk ridicule local fools, criminals, blasphemers, and breaches of the peace.
0: Wow. That is... I mean, we would call that the RSPCA. PCA. You would. <laughs> and
1: uh, look... That's not the first issue there, but you would.
0: So many. That's issues. what I
1: learnt today.
0: If your your dog, if yeah. he was to be sentenced, oh, poor Fergus. If he was to stand trial in court, yeah. Uh, what do you think the crime would be that your dog committed?
1: Okay, I think Fergus would be in court for destruction of property.
0: Yeah, classic dog. Yeah, he <laughs> likes
1: to, and he just destroy things like the kids' pencils, and I'll oh. find them like chewed up in the middle of the floor.
0: Fergus, Fergus, Fergus.
1: What about your chickens?
0: Uh, definitely a noise complaint. Yeah, <laughs> disturbing the peace. Yeah. 5 a.m. Stop. Just stop making any Just noise. Just be quiet. And we've got Jane on the phone. Jane, why would your pet be on the chopping block? Or in I court. Should, I shouldn't say chopping no, block. No, no. <laughs> why
1: would he be in court? <laughs> well, years ago I had a spring of spaniel and beautiful dog, but... I don't think she liked my husband very much, because my husband used to do FIFO, and the morning he would be coming home, she would pull up all the reticulation in the backyard, and while he was home, she would pull all his washing off the clothesline and pee and poop on it. Only only his
0: clothes? Only
1: his clothes? Yep. I don't think she liked him.
0: Oh nice. and
1: so he he had a he had a trial without jury and he actually sold her oh. and her dog kennel when I was out one day What
0: no Jane. How long were you out <laughs> Jane Did I'm so sorry Did you ever get the dog back No no,
1: no. That breaks but, my you know, story I am it, it it wasn't it wasn't worth worth it to try and get the dog back and the lady that he actually sold her to, the dog absolutely loved her, and Aww. there was no man in the life.
0: So, I, I think it's probably for the best. Yeah, right, the dog just hated men.
1: Oh, I wouldn't be able to handle it if oh, if Evan sold Fergus. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Hey, if the dog's guilty, the dog's guilty. All right, it's got to. <laughs> it's
1: got to be the some time. Sort of consequences. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Shona joins us. Uh, what would your pet be on the trial for? Hello? Hi Shona,
1: why is your pet in court?
0: Oh, because she steals our neighbour's food. Oh Oh. no, what does she do? Well, when she was a puppy, she would run out um, up the road, it's about two or 300 metres up the road but we're very friendly with them, and she would run through their front door and they would often leave their plates on the floor after dinner in the evenings, and she would just Go on the floor, uh, no. gobble all the food up, and then come running home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for another dinner. Oh, Shona. Cheeky,
0: cheeky. Shona, thank you so much for the call. Uh,
1: so Shona's dog on trial uh, for stealing. Uh, Jane's on, uh, dog on trial for, uh, I guess, public pooping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Christopher got in touch. Pigeon for pooping on the floor and making a mess and a ruckus. You
1: have a pet pigeon. Or is that the name of your pet? Pigeon.
0: Pigeon for pooping? I mean, who who would know?
1: I, I don't know if people have we pigeons for d- pets.
0: We do have a pigeon at our house. Yeah. don't want to get rid of it. just flew in and she's is now making pigeon. a nest <gasps> right next to our clothesline. Oh,
1: it's going to poop on your clothes.
0: <sighs> That's exactly what I said to Kim. And she's like, no, it's good for Malachi, right?
1: Oh, uh, Put it on trial.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let the <laughs> we'll people <sit> decide. <laughs> the jury. <laughs> Janine joins us. Janine, why would your pet be on a trial or in court? Well, yes. My
1: daughter's cat in particular likes to um, go up on the worktop and she'll even go and take stuff out of the frying pan or (gasps) out of the saucepan when it's on on the stove. No. She's shocking. She drives me nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Drives me nuts? (laughs) That poor cat, I hope, doesn't get his little beans burnt. Mm. (laughs) Well, I keep thinking she's going to burn her feet one day, but yeah.
0: She needs to learn her lesson.
1: Now she's just on trial for stealing hot food. <laughs> Learn your
0: lesson. We've got Kath on the phone. Kath, why would your pet be in court? Are you there, Kath? Coo-coo. Yes, I am. Oh, there, you oh, go. Go. Yeah, there you go. go. Hey, <laughs> Kath, why is
1: your pet in court? Okay,
0: I've got a 11-month-old Jim Shepherd who's learning to be a learning sport puppy, and he gets really upset when people don't hug him. <laughs> That's why he's oh. in court. He a... cries. He's like, why aren't they hugging
1: me? I'm like, not everyone's a huggy, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> like, he just has a whinge if <laughs> no one's that's... hugging him. That's hilarious. <laughs> he gets upset. He's like, what's wrong with a human? I'm like, dude, not everyone's a huggy. <laughs> Oh, So he's going to the court for yeah, being a that's... sook then, is he?
0: Yeah, he's a, he, yeah, he's a, hugger. He's oh, a hugger. He would hate me. <laughs> and, uh, Giselle, you appreciate it. His name's Cudi. It just means dog and marry, as you know, or Maudie. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, awesome. <laughs> Kath, oh, <I've> <laughs> thank you so much for the call. That's so
1: cute. <laughs>
0: We've got Sarah on the phone. Sarah, why is your pet in court? Hello. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Why is your pet in
1: court? After uh, so we have two goats, Candy and Kane. Brilliant. Um... Oh. um <laughs> We have to actually tie them up because they actually uh, attack you. Oh no! So if I, so, and then what happens is they they end up getting tangled within each other's ropes, and then I'm here trying to untangle her, and <laughs> she's just trying to bite me and attack me and rip my clothes. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be found and guilty. And I'm to do the nice thing for her. She's she's terrible, and if she if she she actually escaped the other day off the rope. And my husband was trying to run around the house just trying to get her. No, that's it. Two life sentences,
0: I think. <laughs> Lock them up. Yeah,
1: and, yeah. yeah, well, yeah we ha- well, we have to. Sorry. I mean, the, the, the husband's pretty good. He doesn't really attack me, but, uh, yeah, he's not nice. <laughs> oh, Sarah, thank, thank you Sarah. so much for
0: the call. And thank you to everyone who got in touch as well. <laughs> Stories are great.